Welcome back, everybody, to the final Checkpoint Podcast. Each week, we react to the latest video game news and talk about games we are playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And each week, you can find this podcast on most of your local podcast services like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and thegamefanatics.com. You can also find the video version of this podcast on youtube.com slash loadlastcheckpoint if you want to look at a picture of Ben and me making dramatic weird faces. Some of them mostly just me looking at myself at the camera, not really sure what to do. You can you can also watch us live as we record this on twitch.tv slash loadlastcheckpoint, 8 p.m. Pacific time every Sunday. If you're not sure what time zone that might be for you, Google it and then adjust accordingly. Ben, how was your weekend? The weekend's over. Sure, it is, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's another week. Another week? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you four things that happened last week. I have no idea. Okay. All right. <laughs> well. No clue. Did you do anything? Um, <laughs> Let's see. I did go to Home Depot this morning. Oh. We're redoing our bathroom, so that's fun. Okay. Um, I What else did I do? You want to redo my bathroom? No. I'm not quite sure okay, what yeah. I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. So I'm just uh, we're just watching YouTube videos and following along to some of the stuff and then just gonna yeah. take a crack at it, I guess. I mean, I'll still want you to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Better than me doing it. Um I got to watch um a couple shows. Excited. Watched uh WandaVision, watched the latest episode of Attack on Titan, which was insane. For all you anime fans out there. Um. Yeah. Woo, anime. It was a pretty chill weekend. I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Played some video games. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Always good. Um. Yeah. Did you do uh, anything along those lines? Watch any shows? Any movies? Anything like that? No. I watched. Uh. I'm waiting until Wandavision's closer to being done, mm. so I can get one month and and bounce. Oh, okay. Before that, I watched what was the name of that movie? Shaun of the Dead. Oh man, is that your first time seeing it? I I think that's yeah, what, yeah, okay, yeah. I was obsessed with that movie when it came out. I really, I don't like Edgar Wright's style. Okay. I I see why people do. I totally get it, but it doesn't work for me. Mm. And it, it's not like I hate it. It it just doesn't. It doesn't click. It feels too much like a uh, like a music video without the music. Ah. But then sometimes, sometimes actually with the music, um, oddly enough. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't hate the movie. I liked the movie fine. Yeah. But as like, oh man, you gotta watch Shaun of the Dead. It was. It was. It was fine. Like I get it. The stuff happens at the beginning and then it happens at the end. Like oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I fucking get it. It's not. It's not that revelatory. It's very well done, but I don't really. Yeah, it's a little. It's it's, it's, it's older too. I mean, I think when it first came out, yeah. um, it was some for me. It was something that I hadn't really seen before. So that type of humor right. and everything, I was like, I really loved it, and it introduced me to um, gosh, I can't even think of his name. Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg and his buddy too. I I don't remember his name either. I don't know his, um, his name. But I think out of watching like Hot Fuzz and uh. The other, the the one where they bar hop and go to like, because it's the end of the world or something like that. Um, 
that Shaun of the Dead to me is still by far the favorite, my favorite one out of all of them. I didn't think Hot Fuzz okay. was as good as people think it is, which is fine. I mean, they probably do. I still think Shaun of the Dead is better than those. Um, but yeah, it's when I, if I were to go back and watch it, it'd probably be a little bit rough around the edges. But I still really like the humor, especially when they there's that one friend with the glasses that they like just don't like. Yeah, <laughs> which kind of cracks me up. It's funny. Yeah, but it was like, oh, that's cute. More than yeah. I don't know. I'm watching Hot Fuzz today. Okay. All right. So we'll see. It's not bad. It's just like, it to me, it almost feels like they made it before Shaun of the Dead. When I was That's watching, weird. I was like, why does it feel like this was made before Shaun? Even though it probably wasn't. I don't think it was. But yeah. I, no, no. It was yeah, I, I like that movie. It's, it's pretty good. Um, Cool. Cool. Well, yeah. we did non-video game stuff. That's always fun. I, I worked on our podcast layout a little bit. Um, I just kind of changed up our... Like if it's just me and you, so we have a different layout on stream and then we'll have one if we have like a special guest like Logan. Um, mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much it. I just kind of did that. Um, and then I got my Elgato working again in the middle of the week out of panic because it just would not work. Yeah. So did you get a new one? No. Or you fixed it? I fixed it. Oh. I don't know what I did. I just kind of like messed around with, with plugging it into different consoles and then one of them like kicked it in the ass and it started working again. What's weird huh. is when I was using it on the Switch and then I unplugged it and hooked it up to my PS4, it went into like a 4 by 3 mode. So oh. it, it only stayed in that mode. And so all my like gameplay was like cut off. And then I had to like unplug it all like from my PC and everything like that. Restart my computer. I plugged it all back in. I opened up the Elgato software and in there it was still like that. And I was like, what the fuck? So then I just like um control alt delete and then closed it from there and then opened up Streamlabs, and then it just like fixed it so i don't hmm. i'm a computer genius basically so i don't know uh, yeah i mean I, it I did it i hacked the internet yeah. so if anybody needs any help let me know i'll do not ask to help for that <laughs> do not ask me yeah <laughs> no. cool well um we got some gaming news to talk about the gaming oh, industry yeah. went back to work this week. It sounds like. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about, and uh, and then we'll talk about some games we played because we went back to work this week and started playing some video games. So I'm excited. <laughs> uh, so Ben, why don't you get us started with our topic of the show? Our topic of the show is. Dun, 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 it's Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. If you don't know, not uncharted. <laughs> Fucking hell! I was so I looked up. I was gonna play the theme, the Indiana Jones theme, on my other on my laptop. Yeah, but it doesn't really pick up very well on the microphone. Oh, okay. But as I was watching, God, those movies are so good. I love Indiana Jones. I really do. They're they're just so fun, and I think that's kind of what I think is missing from Uncharted is that it's too much of let's just shoot and kill everybody. That's not I want to be swashbuckling around and exploring shit. Yeah. Not just killing fools. If I want to kill fools, I'll play a different game. Yeah. Like, that's a different a different thing. Anyway, so the news is Machine Games, part of Bethesda. Makers of Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein yes. 2. Wolfenstein 2 and 1 and whatever they're named. Yeah. <laughs> it is making an Indiana Jones game. This is obviously far away <laughs> since that was the announcement. Yeah. Todd Howard is Todd what executive is producer director director creative director creative director producer 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 he's one of those it does it really doesn't matter I think it's producer 
I'll look it up. I don't know. Someone, someone else will do it. it. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, this is very exciting for me since I love Indiana Jones. There's so many possibilities with this. I think if you played Wolfenstein 2, you know they're really good. Machine Games is really good at pulling off these narrative moments in a action game. Um, obviously, Wolfenstein is probably going to be way more action-y than Indiana Jones. But, yeah, it's it's still going to be that mix. They can definitely pull it off. There's some awesome uh, moments in that game. I'm super excited for 2025 or whatever the hell this comes out. <laughs> now, they're working on a new, I, new movie. Do you think uh, it'll come around come out around that time, or do you think it'll come I out think before? it's a fool's errand to do that. Um, I mean... I I know they've said it's pretty old by now. Sure, they had a what is it on that teaser? There's like a ticket to the Vatican or something. Not not a ticket to Vatican, ticket to Rome, and then a a map of the Vatican and uh, a date. There's some kind of date that places it after the first movie. Okay, so it fits within the timeline. I, I I'm so excited to rewatch these movies it's been forever hmm. and then play this stupid game in five years yeah are you an indiana jones fan you know i i'm not a huge indiana jones fan just because okay. i like i haven't watched them since i was a kid so i do need to go back and watch them the last one i, I watched I, I mean the last time i watched an indiana jones movie was when the crystal skull came out and uh yeah not great also i'm not a big yeah. um harrison ford fan i just think he's i, I feel like he's only huh. interested when he gets paid and then his characters are all the same just grumpy old man and that is true i do think he's overrated <laughs> i think he's overrated like i loved han solo and i loved you know when he played dr jones um but ever since then like any movie i've seen him in i'm just like he's this the same character now like he's just grumpy guy like <laughs> yeah i think he's fine He's fine. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like, I hope he's nowhere near this game. I hope they don't even try to get him to, like, voice act or anything. Because I just think he would come in and be like, well, what is no, this he can't. stupid he's, he's game way... thing? He probably can't even hold a controller. I mean, not that that really should prevent you from providing a voice. But, yeah, I don't think he should be involved. I don't even think it should necessarily look like him. Uh, but, well, I don't know. Men, maybe then you run into the Marvel Avengers problem. Like you just look all funny. All my voice is being all weird. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, the every internet is broken, and we're gonna get down to the bottom of it. Yeah. It's okay. As long as <laughs> as long as your recording is good, we'll be fine. The recording's fine. Yeah, the recording's yeah. fine. I mean, I think this is a. Well, another thing to probably talk about is if this is gonna be exclusive to Xbox, which or Microsoft, mm-hmm. which I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't, yeah, I agree, but then people bring up the point of Spider-Man being exclusive, and there's no reason for that to be exclusive. Right, right. I think I think the difference with Sony having an exclusive compared to Microsoft is the console in, install base, right? Like, I, I think that makes a huge difference when it comes to getting exclusive deals, where, yeah. like... Like, Sony has the install base, even already with, I mean, not really with PS5 yet because there's just no consoles out there because um, mm-hmm. they only made, like, 5,000. But uh-huh. but I think just in general, like, if this comes out for, which I don't, I have no idea if it even will, if it comes out for Xbox One and 
PS4, then that's a huge install base for Sony, and that's money for Microsoft with Bethesda. Although, at the same time, we don't know if this deal was made before they were acquired by Microsoft, so... Oh, it definitely was made before. I don't even think the... I don't think they've closed the deal on buying them yet. Oh, really? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't think that's officially done. Like, hmm. they're they're acting like it's done because they're going through with it and all that, yeah, but... Yeah. I don't I don't think the the ink has dried or whatever they say. Oh. Yeah, I mean uh, I I could see this totally being everywhere. I think because it's such a such a huge license, I don't really see it being stuck on one console. Right. I think Sony's I, I just do... greedy where they can be because they know that's like mine. Like come get it, mine. Especially with Spider-Man. Mine. It is it is weird that Spider-Man cuz obviously they'd sell millions of that game on PC and Xbox. Oh yeah. There's no reason not to do it. So I wonder what that deal is. And Indiana Jones is, especially now, a smaller property than Spider-Man. Yeah. So it, it makes more sense for it to be everywhere. And I do think that proposition of, hey, you can buy this game for $70 or it's on Game Pass for free. That's true. That's just as good as having it as an exclusive, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they get the money either way. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yes. So this was all part of the Lucasfilm Games rebrand uh, or kind of relaunch of that brand. And with that also came the announcement, a very, I think personally, a very strange announcement of an open world Star Wars game. No, no title, no nothing, mm-hmm. nothing about it at all. It's just happening. Um, and this is by the division dev. What, oh, what's the name of it? Um, oh, it's on the tip of my massive? tongue. Massive? Is it Massive? Massive, right? Yes. Yes, but I'm not confident. Uh, Division and Division 2 developer making an open world Star Wars game. This sounds great. Massive. To me, this sounds like a third-person shooter where you're in the Rebellion or something. Which sounds awesome. Yeah. Let's do it. That'd be cool. Do you think it's going to go more along the lines of like a looter shooter kind of thing or do you think they're going to go for something a little more uh like not online repetitive rpg-ish i would hope it's not an online thing although i could see it having kind of like the division's dark zones Mm. where there are levels where everyone's in there doing some kind of mission and then you can leave it and go back to your whatever yeah Uh, that makes sense i don't want it to be a looter shooter but i'd be okay with it it maybe if they toned it down yeah like it doesn't need to be as intense yeah it's but i I, it's i'm into it i I think it's such a great decision to have massive massive entertainment this is um there yeah you know uh try try their hand at a star wars game i'd be so interested because the gunplay for sure with like the division and like the cover system and everything like that i i just i and the way they use their tech, like when you have drones and stuff, like it's I'm interested to see what they do with Star Wars. I, I'm I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for EA to finally not have Star Wars. <laughs> like Right. You know, they still got what uh, till twenty twenty three, I think. But I mean all these games are yes. like coming, you know, after that and it'll be it'll be nice to get a fresh set of Star Wars games that just haven't been touched by EA. One hundred percent agree. I would when I'm thinking about, we'll get back to Ian in a second, but when I think about a 
it, a third person open world Star Wars quasi shooter. I almost think of Horizon. Oh, and yeah. that would be an awesome setup for uh for a game where instead of you're fighting these dinosaur robots, you're fighting all those whatever they are called, I don't know, ATSTs or the at ats the little chicken walkers. <laughs> the chicken walkers? <laughs> yeah. The at ats or No, those the those are the snowy ones. The little ones on the uh, Endor. Hmm. I forgot what those are called. I'm not as I big of a... I think it's ATSTs. Okay. All right. We'll give that one to you. I'm not as big of a Star Wars nerd as I don't know. I'm not that I... big of a Star Wars nerd. Yeah. I don't know. We need, a, we need like a lifeline we could dial into of just someone who knows Star Wars in and out. Chat. If you're Anyone in the chat knows. and you know which one he's talking about... I don't know what a star is. All right. He doesn't know what a Star um, Wars but, is. Right. I do think it's great to to get this license away from EA. Yeah. Um, they they, they did made not do a, a great job. They came out and made a statement, EA, like, oh, we're continuing to work with with the Lucasfilm games and whatever, because obviously they still have Battlefront, or, yeah, Battlefront. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be another one of those. Uh, there's going to be another Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yes. That makes, that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. I'm... But when you look at it, they've had 10 years, and in yeah. seven of those years, they've put out four games. And canceled who knows how many. And canceled at least three, I think. Yeah. Um, and two of those games came out to like very negative press. Yeah. It, it's not, they just really, I was super fired up earlier in the week about how bad EA did. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. They did so bad with this IP. The biggest license in the world for 10 years, you've had it. You could do anything you want with it, and you just didn't do anything. They're just you so just greedy. didn't do anything. It's all the greed, man. All those loot boxes, their idea of, like, how do we make a game that we can make as much money as possible with the Star Wars name and not care about, like, the quality? Yeah, but they could have, like, but here's the thing. You could have given Criterion uh, a pod racing game, mm-hmm. and you could have made a $30 pod racing game that was just fine yeah and that would have sold millions and millions of copies you could have given yacht club games and said hey make a new super star wars yeah that would have been cool you could have done you could have done anything and instead you just shit the bed and then wallowed around in your shit for five years and then was like why my bed smell funny because you fucking shit all over the place ea god damn it (laughs) terrible Yeah. yeah it you know like rogue squadron i think came out and it was like like what maybe like cool it was like okay ratings and reviews oh not rogue squadron uh not rogue squadron what am i thinking of i know what you're thinking oh, but i can't remember the name now we're old now we don't remember anything very recent um gosh god now i really want to know it's like star <laughs> oh, it's wars just, it's just squadrons squadrons but yeah no. and i see people playing it um <laughs> and i mean i think that's one that they made good on because they it was priced lower than 60 and online just dogfighting basically. And um, I I've heard battlefront two ended up having a really good turnaround and being actually really good online. And it, I really like that game. Yeah. I, I yeah. want to play it. I want to see what, how it turned out. Um, it was on, I think it's free on Epic. It's yeah, it's free on Epic and it was free on uh PlayStation plus. So I want to, I want to okay. check it out on PC once my PC comes in someday in the future. Got it. Got but, it. Um, that's you know i want to check out everything once that happens but 
Yeah, it's not like they put out a bunch of bad products. It's just they canceled a bunch of products and didn't really do anything for a long time. Yeah. And it's almost as if you, you couldn't screw this up better unless you tried. And it almost feels like they did try to screw it up. And under no circumstances, if I was Disney or Lucasfilm or whoever, and I looked at this deal, would I think, oh, that was a good decision? Yeah. And the stranger thing, too, is EA had to pay for this. It's not like Disney was paying them. You don't, you know, you pay to use Star Wars. You pay to have that exclusively. Yeah. So they paid for this and then did nothing with it. A lot of a lot of wasted potential money that that they lost, really. I yeah, yeah, I don't. It's just it's just baffling to me how how bad they did it. And EA in general, these last, I don't know, this whole last generation, the whole PS4 generation, not a lot to speak for, mm. uh, at all. Yeah, they could have given us a new Jedi Academy. They could have given us literally anything. <laughs> And it would have been better than what they did. That's true. I'd be excited for like, you know how they made Gears Tactics, right? Give me a Star Wars version of that. Yeah. That'd be that, awesome. That's exactly my point. Just get a bunch of indie developers that everyone loves Star Wars. Just find one. Oh, you did a cool, oh, like Fell Seal or whatever. Hey, make that less hardcore, but put Star Wars in it. Make that for us. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all you got to do. But... They just wanted to make it so mass market, these big budget AAA games with nothing else. And that, I don't think that was a good plan. You had this license. You could have done anything, mm-hmm. anything at all. Dream bigger, EA. Yes. Ridiculous. Dream bigger. All right, next item. <sighs> Speaking of dreams, if you were thinking you were going to play Hogwarts Legacy this year, keep dreaming. Damn. Crushing dreams. Because it's... Uh, delayed to 2022 this is nice to get out of the way yeah um so you're not wondering for the whole year it's a little bit weird but nice um who's working on hogwarts legacy i forgot oh god i have no we're just really bad this week with with who's working on it's like i uh, I just haven't looked at the news in like it's like avalanche or something though okay not the other it's it's the other one (laughs) Why is there two? What the fuck? Because <laughs> one's like Avalanche, Avalanche, <laughs> Avalanche games, and then one's av- Avalanche something else. Avalanche. It's Avalanche Software Avalanche. that's working on it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. And I think the other one's just Avalanche. I don't know. So yeah. Yeah. So it's not the one that made Mad Max and and uh, Rage Two. It's the other one that made Disney Infinity and something else. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited. Perfect. Well, sorry. It'll give me time to build my uh, my background for my character and think about what. Oh, you got to work on the the deep lore for your OC. Yeah, I still don't know if I want to be a Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff. Oh my god. Because I keep coming out of Slytherin, but I really don't want to be. That's because you are. Yeah. But You're a Slytherin or a Hufflepuff? I really want to sure. be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I want to be when I grow up. That's what I want. Yeah. That's where I belong. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to some good news. Oh, I'm so excited! We got a release date for Pokemon Snap. It's now called New Pokemon Snap, which I hate. Is that really but, wait? Is that yes. really what it's called? 
Yes, it's called New Pokemon oh, Snap. Fucking just kill me now. But coming out April 30th. And I am super excited. I love Pokemon Snap. It's so fun. And watch this trailer. This is what a Pokemon game should look like. Like an actual fucking game from 2021. Not this bullshit four <laughs> polygon tree Pokemon company. Aww, Ridiculous. The trees look fine. The tree, the get, that game runs like shit. There's plenty of other shit they need to fix in these Pokemon games besides the trees. <laughs> it's all visual. I know. Only the visuals are the problem. It, it does look good, but I've just never been a huge fan of Pokemon Snap. So I'm I'll yeah, I am it. really hoping it's longer than the original game. The original game's probably like four hours. <laughs> so this better be a lot more involved. I'm sure it will be, but to what degree? Uh, I really I have such fond memories. It was my first Pokemon game. I think was Pokemon Snap. Weird. Um, yeah, it was weird. It, we, it came with the N64. It was Pokemon Snap and Mario Kart. Huh. Uh, so I played a lot of Mario Kart and a lot of Pokemon Snap. I loved it. It was so, it was so cool because it's like, it's like a Disney ride, but you're just throwing shit out the side of the car <laughs> at Pokemon. Now, di- okay, I'm trying to remember because I've only played through Pokemon Snap once. Mm-hmm. Did the Pokemon have different variations the next time you would go back through or was it just like you go back through and it's like oh look he's doing the same shit it's the same but you'd get new items and you'd be like using the items to throw uh to like lead pokemon to uh, an object or to lead them to another pokemon okay. or knock them into lava and turn them into charmeleon oh i do remember that okay stuff like right. that so there'll yeah. be fun yeah. stuff so like you... that to do yes okay. yes and I hope they add in like different paths and things for you to take. I- I'm really hopeful. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for this. I love Pokemon Snap. This will be my Gamefly game. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Gamefly. Shout out to Gamefly. Because $60, I don't know. I-, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm in on a 10 hour Pokemon Snap game for $60. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But prob- probably not. Okay. You I want I want to know how many Pokémon are in it too. Yeah, I I think that would help to have at least a hint of like maybe an estimate. I don't want to know the exact number cuz it'd be nice to have like surprises, but like right. What what's an estimate? Like am I looking at more than cuz now there's what over a thousand Pokémon or close to that? I think it's like 800, 900. Yeah, like, like that. So, if it's if it's like, "Oh, look, there's 200 Pokémon." It's like, "Really? You have a billion Pokémon, right. you're going to give us like 200 and you're going to charge us $60?" <laughs> You saw them all in the trailer. Yeah, uh, that'd be disappointing. So I think. the original game, obviously, this was when it was just one fifty one. Um, I think it only had like eighty or so. There were a lot that weren't in it. All the usual suspects were. Um, but yeah, there's a few missing. I remember. Uh, yeah, a lot. A lot were missing. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. If you get to have a little Pokemon in your car, that'd be cool. Hmm. Just hopping around with you, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'll, oh, man, you could go back to the original level. If they remake like the original beach level from the beginning of Pokemon Snap in this, oh, I'll be so excited. Oh. What if it's just a remake of the original? <laughs> be so no, this is what it is. You beat the campaign, and then it says, hey, we got a couple more stages, and it's just the original game. That would be cool. But they redid the graphics. Oh, my God. That would be That's cool. $60 for me. 
Yeah. yeah. So Let's fucking go. That also came along with rumors of a re a possible remake for Diamond and Pearl, right? Those are just rumors, but nothing's been. Confirmed. Those are all still rumors. That's been going on forever. Mm. Interesting. It is Pokemon's what twenty fifth anniversary? Yeah. This year, so I'm sure we'll see something. I'm. This is just the beginning. I'm down for remakes. I just still would love for Pokemon to do something new with their next like new installment. I'd still be down to play any remakes of the older ones because I know like for mm-hmm. me, Diamond and Pearl um, was probably Diamond and Pearl and Black and White one, Black and White two were probably the ones I remember the least. But I remember Ruby and Sapphire, especially because I played Omega Sapphire and whatever the fuck the other ones are because um, <laughs> the names are so weird. Um, but I, I just, I, I would love Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby or something. Yeah. I would just love to replay Diamond and Pro, but like just to refresh my memory. Cause some of those did have interesting stories. And then I don't really remember the Pokemon in there <laughs> in those games. I, I don't know with Pokemon snap and with sword and shield. I feel like I'm, I don't care about mainline Pokemon games. They're just not for me. They're, they're just not, not making this game. They're just not any different. You know, they just, I liked a lot of sword and shield though. I, I liked a lot of it, but then like, it's one of those things where like it's fun when there's new stuff in it. Kind of like um kind of like when you play Animal Crossing and there's new stuff, right? It's like it's it's exciting and then you're kind of like wow, okay, never mind. That was like fun for <laughs> the 15 minutes I did it or like the amount of time that I got it done and then it's like wow, that really wasn't much and this is kind of samey and now that I look back on it, was it really fun or was I just like did I get that small, was that dopamine hit? <laughs> and then like, right, that's it. I don't know. I just like, I just wish I, I think, I think with games like animal crossing and Pokemon, like I, it, they give me this, this moment of joy. And then I get almost bitter when I look back on them. Because they're, they haven't changed. I, I brought up that example the other day, right? Where there was a trailer for sword and shield and it like the camera follows you into the cave and it moves around. I'm like, this is really cool. And then I thought about it for a second. Oh no, this is like a PS2 game did this. It's just never happened in a Pokemon game before Mm -hmm. because we're living in some weird time warp where things that happened in 2004 are just now happening in Pokemon games. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Honestly, I feel like the solution is make a new gen and have it only be those Pokemon and double down on that. Oh, maybe. And like, like re- redesign the battle system. But that's the thing. Like, there's so much stuff I would change that is now, what, sac- saccharine, I guess? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 like, you can't mess with anything. Yeah. Because people are going to get mad. But I feel like you need to change 50% of that game to make it more than what it is because it started as baby's first Pokemon or RPG. And it's still that. And it's, it's almost devolved. We've seen other games do more than this. I remember like Nino Kuni one is an amazing Pokemon game. That's way more than a Pokemon yeah, game. I just bought it on the that's switch. That's what I would I like. Just, I just bought the re-release on the switch too. It's great. I know it's a great game. I can't wait to play it again. You know, I play that game in Japanese. So. I, I think I think what we'll have to do is one of these <laughs> okay. one of these episodes we're gonna have to summon Odell Harmon Jr. back onto the show, uh-huh. and just have like a deep 
Pokemon Intervention. We'll name the episode the Pokemon Intervention. Okay. And I don't know if it's going to be him lecturing us or us sitting him down and telling him how bad Pokemon is. I don't know what it's going to be, <laughs> but I think we need to do that. I think it'd be fun. I I agree. I think he'd have God, I just he'd have some good like opinions on what would make it better or what he'd like to better, see new. Yeah. Especially cuz he's so into battling and and breeding like Pokemon for battling, especially online. I just don't understand what the battles are. I, maybe I should watch. I want to watch if streams, we do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch actual competitive battling cuz from my understanding, it's literally like four moves that you kind of have you just have to know random types and counters and stuff and that's that's interesting but i don't care i just don't care i i just don't think pokemon's for me i don't mm-hmm. those games are not going to be for me and i'll play them every whatever and what I, I, nah, nah. I'm more excited about this pokemon snap yeah 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 we'll, we'll just take pictures of pokemon that's, that's cool yeah it's not creepy at all and that <laughs> and it looks beautiful it looks like a modern game i want I just am so exhausted with the Switch. Everything looks like garbage. Oh, Switch. Yeah. Well, you just got to play some indie games on it, and then you'll be like, okay, well, at least these games look old, and they're meant to look like this. That's true. That's that's, that's true. the it's the indie machine. So you just got to use. Well, it. that that's like we'll get to Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. But that was the thing with it. Like, God, this does not look that great. Yeah. All right. Next little bit of news: we have the CD Projekt Red. Apology video, yay! Yay! Um, I don't even know where. Where do you start with this? There was this story, and there was also Jason Schreier's uh, reporting about from like twenty sources at the company mm-hmm. what went wrong, what happened. They basically there, a lot. they basically pulled an anthem. Close, not entirely, but like. They showed a demo and then it ended up not being what they were doing, but like they well, stated, the Anthem videos way. Yeah, worse. I mean, yeah, Anthem is definitely a lot more egregious of a of a sam- like of a, an example, but like, and they even stated like, yeah, we showed you parts of a game we ended up not using because games evolved during development, and so there's like some backup there from uh, I forgot who it was one of the uh, I think creative directors of the game. Um, uh-huh. But it's just interesting. Like, they apologized for all the kerflubbles <laughs> of want <laughs> and all the issues with the game. And it's like, like, we probably know. Like, I, I think, uh, did we need to hear this? I mean, we already probably know. Like, they, do they need to apologize? No. Do we need to hear it? Or do it's just like, dude, just fucking fix the game. Hurry up. Shut up. <laughs> I, I do think it's weird to be upset that the game years before release is different. Mm-hmm. If anyone's followed video games for even a few years, you should already know this. Yeah. Don't unless you're watching a gameplay trailer, don't expect it to be gameplay. The fact that it was behind closed doors is a big indication of this is probably not going to happen. Yeah. Uh I I don't mind that and I haven't gone back. I think it would be interesting to go back to that original whatever 50 minute video and see what's different uh, about it because that's a mission that's in the game from my recollection mm-hmm. but yeah I, the apology was fine um it, it obviously doesn't excuse the whole like it does the game not working on ps4 and xbox one yeah i mean i i think like the worst thing is the 
console version situation. Like, yeah, the yeah. bugs and everything are bad, and the whole like not giving out console versions because of how bad it is, like, is awful. But like, I mean, in a way, like, I get why game companies show their best. You know, they put their best foot forward when it comes to showing off their game because kind of like when if you're gonna have company, you clean your house to show how nice it is. Yeah, because you don't want them to look at your normal mess. So yeah. I get it. My that's just my mess. Yeah, like you know, I don't want you to look at my mess here, so I fix it up. I have to hide all my amiibos. Exactly, <laughs> hide your shame. <laughs> There's so much; it's everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's. I'm, you know, at this point, we're all just tired of hearing about CD Projekt Red and and yeah, the game. Like we're just like just fix it at this point. We're just wanting you to fix it so that we can all enjoy it. Because as as crazy as everyone was like, we want refunds. Like I doubt there were that many refunds. And even then, if people are still trying to get refunds, I it, if it happens, it happens. But I don't think it's gonna have that much of an impact on the game because it's still sold really well and. I think there's still plenty yeah. of people that want to play the game that maybe can't because they either don't have the the console for it or they just don't they want to play it on PC or something like that. Like who knows? Like the situation. So uh with this also came with kind of the delay of the DLC that they were gonna be putting out, the free DLC they were gonna do. Uh also the next gen versions are seemingly further out. So we'll see how any of this happens. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like people are... Obviously, there was mismanagement going on, and the Schreier piece goes into this pretty well. Actually, I think some of the insights that he didn't put in the article that he just posted on Twitter were almost more interesting. Um, but I, they all exist within the Schreierverse yeah. of this story. Obviously, there were problems and mismanagement, and the the studio ballooned in size for this game. Yeah, and then they had to work from home for the last nine months of development, and they cite that as a big issue because the dev kits were at the studio, and and I buy that by and large because you don't want to like, oh, let me drive to the studio to test this thing. Oh, I'm gonna drive home. <laughs> it that's stupid, but uh, obviously they knew this was a problem. Blah blah blah. It is tired. I'm just tired of this. Yeah. I want to play the game again, and I will play the game again, but not today. Yeah, it it seems like a lot of their issues would have been resolved by just being transparent with everybody, and then I delaying guess, the I game they... further. But really, like maybe. But at a certain point, like who knows how the high ups in the company and the shareholders were pushing things. I feel like they're being very transparent now, but in a weird way. Well, and yeah, at this point, everybody I, I, does that <laughs> when yeah. things are this bad. I think uh, I think they should have just not released the console versions at all. Mm-hmm. Just had it be a PC, say we're delaying the other ones, and that's it. Yeah. And then it would have been like, huh, it's a little buggy, but whatever. It wouldn't have been a big story. You You come out in May and release this game on PS5 and Xbox One and just kind of be like, yeah, the other version's not happening and people are going to be mad. And then you could probably post a video be like, this is what it looked like on PS4. You fucking want to play this? No, you don't. Shut up. Go away. Yeah. Like, you don't. You don't want to play this, man. I didn't, you don't want to play this I shit. I didn't mention this. <laughs> uh, 
in the options for Cyberpunk, there's a slow hard drive speed toggle. Really? <laughs> yeah, in the option. Because, like, you know, you get a PC game and it's like super intense. I want to go through all the options. And <laughs> it's just like, if you have a slow hard drive, turn this on. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like they make a bespoke option that they probably had to make just for la- the last gen consoles. It's pretty cool. Wow. There's another option like that too. Interesting. Uh, but I just do that slow. I don't. And that's not the exact words, but it is slow hard drive mode. God, slow mo mode. Oh man. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, you know more about this story than I do, so I'll let you take this. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say his name wrong because it's. I already looked. I already saw oh. it in my eyes, so I'm already gonna pronounce it incorrectly. <laughs> Patrick Klepek. Oh, eyes. I said it right. Okay, Patrick Klepek from Patrick Klepek. Uh, Vice, uh, Vice Games, I guess. Um, he uh, kind of wrote. He kind of Jason Schreiered and uh, <laughs> wrote an article about a former Game Explain. Game Explain is a YouTube channel um, specializing in Nintendo news and Nintendo games. Very popular. Um, I, I'm a fan of Game Explain. Um, I've watched. I've heard yeah, of them. I watched a lot of their Animal Crossing videos when they when it first came out. They would stream it every morning. I enjoyed it. Very fun time. Um, but one of their former employees uh came out with saying, or just basically, uh, kind of explaining the how overworked and underpaid he was, and the working conditions were just kind of pretty horrendous. From reading the article, um just like very small amounts of time to crank out like reviews for final fantasy seven remake, for example. And then it ending up not being like very good pay. The, the like kind of the sacrifices you make in the, in this industry at, uh, at like altogether, because this isn't just something that happens at game explain, but the way it seems like, because that it's a smaller group of people that work, at this you know on this channel it seemed like he felt like he was um helping out a friend you know and like i got to do this for my friend for the channel because it you know they're relying on me to do this but really he was being taken advantage of it felt like so um and i guess other people are feeling this like have felt this way former co-workers of game explain as well um but when that when that came out i was like Man, this is this is like this is pretty normal in this industry. You know, not not that not yeah. this isn't something I do because I'm not professionally in this industry. Like this is just a hobby for me. But like you know this happens. And this is something we've talked about several times with the hypocrisy of like the way they go after game devs for crunch and how they'd say nothing when it comes to reviewers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a little comment from Corey Barlog, um, cause I think someone had commented on this article and Corey Barlog had put out like a little, like, yep, it does happen <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's always in there. He's always like, yeah, get those fuckers. But, um, he, he's floating. Yeah. Around. Yeah. But, um, I, I thought it was pretty shocking cause, um, this channel seems so like wholesome and I never thought of seeing game explaining like right. this weird, like dark light. And now like one of their videos popped up today and I was like, man, should like, I feel weird about the game explain logo all of a sudden. Like I feel bad for the workers there. Um, 
Andre Sagers, who who I know just from him being on Kind of Funny and also just like him doing the, the Animal Crossing streams, like he um came out with a statement and said like he had he obviously would have not wanted any staffers to feel this way and he you know he always thought it was him and friends doing this together and so like you know he obviously to to kind of save his butt and kind of save the channel and sure you know it seems like he does feel bad the way people are feeling about working there um it seems like this could help out that you know that channel and to hopefully provide better working conditions for staff but like at one point i think they talked about how he had like the the former staffer had worked his ass off to get this video done and it ended up being maybe like only five hundred dollars but he had worked his ass off like he his wife was like watching their three kids or something like that and I don't like it, it's it's a crazy story. I I highly yeah. recommend you guys head over to Vice Games and read it. It's pretty shocking some of the stuff. Like one of the guys are like his wife would have to like his wife had to go work and so it was just him and his three kids you know at home and he had to crank out this article so he was getting very little sleep, he was barely eating and like he had to do this in order to provide for them. So it's just like it's like awful to read. Like you you read about these conditions it's just like fuck dude this is like so sad to read about and now that guy you know he's working somewhere better he's working like a nine to five and he's able to provide for his family but it's just like the shit people go through to get very little back you know mm-hmm. it we like it doesn't say anything about how much game explain makes because obviously they probably you know andre sagers probably keeps that hidden or you know you know for- yeah well there is, i think in the article there was a spot about money making from the YouTube channel and stuff that was like $20,000 a month or something from ads and whatever all that is. Yeah. Yeah. So from what I, what I've, from what I've gathered, unless there's a giant team, that money's going somewhere and it ain't to the dude when his family. Yeah. Yeah. It was Steve Bowling, do- uh, formerly of, game explain okay. and it even talked about like how he would sit at his desk crying and like he spent 48 hours straight like playing final fantasy 7 remake like and his wife would have to like bring him meals and so like just like just awful like what an awful way to experience not only a video game but like the amount of pressure you put yourself under to get the work done just yeah. awful well, and the funny thing too is this is all this all stems from marketing and PR and if you got the code for this game 2 weeks before it came out you wouldn't have a problem. There wouldn't be a let's crunch to the end of this review. Uh and there's also the 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 counter idea of that of you don't need to put your review out on the first day or you shouldn't have to. That shouldn't be the end of everything. I I think a lot of games media, traditional games media, is still stuck in that old paradigm. And it there you'll hear comments from people like, oh, it just, you know, you gotta get the clicks, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. I'm like, I don't if if you are having to do all this shit just to stay alive, I feel like your business model isn't working. Like you need to pivot and do something else. Cause if if kinda funny or min max or whoever can just have a, a couple chuckle heads 
talking about whatever and that's a suit like that's a viable business model and you're over here with a team of 20 and you're all busting your ass to like review everything on time and make guys and you're barely scraping by i don't think people want as or as many people want your product as you think yeah want your product i i think um now for like me being aware of the type of like just the sacrifice and type of shit that someone like C Boyne would go through working at that channel. It makes me want it. Like it almost makes me not want to consume that channel's work. But then I know like, Oh, but someone else is now going through that stuff. Like they're possibly, who knows what they've done now since then. Like I, other than the statement that Andre Sager's made, I haven't seen anything else really um, besides that. But it, it's, it's like, if you read that article, it's pretty horrific. Like the the stuff that they mention, it's pretty bad. I feel so bad for that guy. Like it's it's. I'm happy that he's now working somewhere else where he's happy and stuff like that. But it's just like the shit he had to go through. Is you know, and it's probably there's probably tons of stories like that around the game industry. But it's just like nobody talks about it as much until you know that something like this comes out, and then you know I haven't seen I haven't seen much else about it since then. So. As yeah. the tides turn in the uh, gaming industry. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it is an interesting point uh, also where we talk about, oh, you only have four days to the review Cyberpunk. Go, go, go. And how that's definitely crunch, mm-hmm. definitely work that doesn't need to be done like that. But then you hear those same people on podcasts super excited to just play video games their entire Christmas break. And I have to wonder, like, well, it's either crunch and work or it's not. And now you're just playing video games for fun. I, I just, I don't think you can say eight hours of playing a video game is the same as eight hours of answering emails or, you know, stocking a shelf, like whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's, it's <clears throat> never going to be the same. And that's kind of where this whole problem stems from. Yeah. The whole crunch issue in general stems from is that this job is inherently based on fun and you like it and that fucks with your head in terms of what's work, what's not work. And even to the point of where now this is your thing you do for fun and you still enjoy it, but it's also what you do for work. So it just gets all jumbled up and yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. It's, it's it's at that point where you take something you love to do as a hobby and make it into a job and then all of a sudden that that like tug of war of like am I do I enjoy this anymore or do I only play games because it's my job now? I yeah. think a lot of people in the industry probably feel that way at that point like people that just do reviews or guides um probably a lot of streamers feel like that. I know I've heard of that set on streams before like oh, yeah. i only play games because i have to <laughs> like it's pretty bad well, you, you you do that until you become the guy who wrote the rock band 4 preview that was just like basically a therapy sh- session that we were listening in on you remember that article <laughs> no, oh my god i got it it's like everyone's standing on this roof and they're enjoying this game with this silly guitar but what does this say about life and it's, oh my god it's baffling what, where that is that got, from? how an editor looked at that you got it's from obviously Rock Band Four, so it was years yeah. ago. But I'll never forget that article because it was just like you're there, 
to preview the game. And this is labeled as like the preview for the game. But instead it is like, boy, I sure am depressed. Dang, that sounds <laughs> so... What the fuck is going on? That sounds awful. <laughs> it was so bizarre. It, it, it's one of the stranger things I've ever read. And then I think that same person wrote something else weird like two years ago too. I, I don't know. Wow. It, it, very some very strange articles happen out of games media sometimes. <laughs> Jeez. All right, and that's it for the news. That's it for the news. The news is wrapped up, everybody. Don't forget about the news. Okay, about what? Okay, <laughs> exactly. Anyways, on to the fun stuff. We're gonna talk about games that we played past couple weeks we didn't do games we played last week because of the awards that Mm -hmm. we handed out to all these uh schlubs i'm just kidding um Uh uh-huh so i want to start first before we get into the monster hunter rise um i'm just going to cover a game that i received from ubisoft so just as a disclaimer i received ubisoft um Received a review code for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World Complete Edition for the Nintendo Switch. So I am playing through that right now. I want to give my initial impressions. Um, I am... So I, I've i played a lot of beat-em-ups recently, like Battletoads, Streets of Rage 4. Um, and those have... I've had a hard time really sticking with those, and I think we've talked about that on previous podcast episodes as well. This one I am really enjoying. And I think a lot of it's because I love the movie so much that I'm just like enjoying the parts about it that I recognize so much. Like, oh man, this is, I'm at the chaos theater and I'm battling Gideon or like it's, and a lot of it's a music and, but the, for me, the battle system or like the combat system in it is really different than any beat em up I've played. And it's kind of changing my mind a little bit about beat em ups. And now like, so I have a feeling after this game, I want to go try River City Girls because I heard that's really good and it's more like an RPG. But my initial impressions are if you've played this game before and you know you like it, it's basically the same thing. Um, I, I'm i enjoying it. I think it's a, a fun game. I'm still playing through. I'm on... I, I'm assuming it's the final boss because you're fighting Gideon at the chaos theater and I can get all the way to like his final form. At least I hope it's his final form. Cause it's like the third phase of the battle. And I'm like so close to beating him. And then I just die. Um, so if you watch the pre-show, I got like so close, like farthest I've ever gotten against him. But um, I said this on Twitter, people called me brave saying that levels too long. Uh-huh. It's too long. It's crazy because on average Joe mode, which I, it's my first time playing through it. I'm fully like, I'm like at the level cap with, um, the character stills. So his friend, Scott Pilgrim's friend. And I, I'm not like, I don't know anything about the game. So like, I don't have like all the, whatever gear you need or whatever. I've gone to the shops and bought stuff here and there, but like, I'm, I'm not fully aware of everything in the game. So I don't know all the, like the best stuff to have yet, but you go. I'm going in there with three lives to start at there because every time you hit continue and you start the level again, you start all the way over in the level, and you start with three lives. And every time you die, you lose a life. And mm-hmm. you know, like every beat em up, and I get all the way to the end. But like, so you get you go down an elevator, you beat the elevator portion, you fight Gideon, 
and then after Gideon, there's this like weird like path which has gaps, and because it's a beat 'em up, you know, you've got like the weird like rows that you're jumping into, right? Like it's not just like a normal 2D beat up like hack and slash or whatever. It's like got several rows that you jump to. So it's sometimes it's hard to tell where you're jumping if you're jumping across rows. So I'm just falling because the path is just it's just weird. And um it's hard to kind of like say it without like showing, but so I get all the way there and then I get so the final, I guess this final form where he's like this weird tentacle looking creature and I'm fighting him and I can get him down. And then he sprouts like a heart. He's like, I mean, it's, it's a crazy like battle and I've done it maybe seven times today and I cannot beat him. So I'm like so close, so close, but I'm really enjoying it. Like it's because as you level throughout that game, you're getting new skills and like new, um, I guess like new moves and okay i don't know i'm just i'm having a good time with it um so i'm gonna play more and then i plan to go through it as scott and then you know some of the other characters i want to check out what else there is about the game that i'm missing once i finish i don't i don't want to like go and look up stuff i want to kind of just beat the game on a blind run and then go back in and figure out more stuff about it so so far my initial impressions are the game's freaking good and i like it so there you are well, that's good. I think it's well known. I hate side scrolling beat em ups. And I played the demo for this back in the day and I didn't like it. So. Well, there you are. There you go. All right. Now let's move on to Monster Hunter Rise. Yay. Yay. What'd you think? I, I, I'm very impressed with Monster Hunter Rise. It's basically Monster Hunter World on the Switch. Yeah. Runs really well. Looks good for a Switch game. Um, yeah. Yeah, the only complaints I have are the controls, I don't think, are as good. They made the D-pad this useless uh, wheel for, like, nonsense that I'll never use instead of the <laughs> items. And I couldn't figure out a way to change it. It also didn't look that hard because it's, like, a demo. Who cares? But yeah. that sucks. I don't know if you ran into this. Another control thing where if you, you hold L and then use the Y and A to switch items out, like the one you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hold L and press Y too early, it doesn't do anything. Oh. So you have to wait like half a second and then you can start switching <clears throat> items, which fucking sucks and I hate. That's weird. Especially when L has no other function. Yeah. Um, so besides those two things, it's great. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, played just... I played a lot of Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. I, I only played I... like two of the missions and then I was like, this is good. I like it. More Monster Hunter. Here we go. It's only the two missions. I played the first one twice, just with different weapons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's great. It's more Monster it's more Hunter. Monster. If you don't have, I mean, the rumor is this is coming to PC, based on the Capcom leak thing, hack, whatever oh, yeah. from a while ago. I think we had an episode about that. So, yeah. Um, and also there's a Resident Evil event on like Tuesday or some shit or Thursday. I'm super excited uh, for next week. Oh yeah, that's true. But yeah, this, this was really cool. I liked the bosses they added. It's great. It's monster. Hunter. Yay. Yay. But I, I want this on PC. I want this on my TV. I want it 4k 60. I, I don't, it just, it looks good. 
it looks i'm so impressed by it yeah i was surprised it, how it, it looks, ran yeah they did it they killed it the problem is i've played monster hunter world on my pc i know what this looks like yeah and it looks better than this yeah you know how good it can look so now playing it on something yeah. graphically inferior is hard yeah but if you were if you're big handheld and you're like ah, i didn't want world because it's on my tv i want this handheld. this seems like the perfect game for you like mm-hmm. it, it's gonna it's not compromised in any way this doesn't feel like a 3ds port or a dumbed down version it feels like monster Hunter world on switch and that's really cool cross-platform That'd be cool. Yeah, their online barely works. I know, right? I did not try the multiplayer. Did you try it? No. No, Okay. No. All right. Yeah, I don't know about how well that's going to (laughs) go. Same, same. Uh, All right. I'm going to, if if you want to talk about the next game you played, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. (laughs) Fine. Did I... I beat Yoshi's Island. I don't know if I mentioned it. It's such a weird time warp between last week. The weeks are all the same week. Anyway, Yoshi's Island's really cool. I, I get it. I don't care. I do think, uh, not that I don't care. I'm so flippant. Uh, it's really good. The problem is the Switch Online has those functionality where you can rewind. And so I would get hit and I'm like, eh, let's just rewind. So I played through a lot of the game like that. And it goes back to almost the, the same conversation as Celeste and the accessibility modes where if this wasn't an option, I would have had an entirely different experience. And perhaps I would have had a better experience and I would have had like the air quote correct experience of everyone else that played Yoshi's Island. But instead... Since I can do this, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to rewind it. Who cares? Um, Even with that and and ignoring that entirely, I do like the game. I think the bosses are really cool, except for the final boss. Not the final, the Bowser Jr. fight of the boss. I didn't understand what to do, and it was really annoying. The game's super cool. I give them a lot of credit for making something so different from Mario World. Mario World is better though like unequivocally better unequivocally yeah that's a word real quick i I also played journey to the savage planet a couple of weeks ago now Ooh, how was that um it, i like it it's good what i was playing it on xbox what is it like i don't understand that game well i'll get to that in a second i'm playing it on xbox series x but it's just the xbox one version and it doesn't look super great. Okay. So I wish it was on PC, but it's not on PC Game Pass. Um, it's kind of like Metroid Prime in a way. What? Um, yeah, but not in any way that I would say go out and play this. Oh. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're crashing a planet. You go and explore. There's things to scan. And you got to pay attention to where you are and where you what abilities you have or what you don't have. And then you go back there and kind of try to navigate your way around. It's mostly about navigation and exploration instead of combat. There is combat, but um, it's not the big focus. I, I It's really cool. 
my big problem is there's no map. Uh, and I got lost for like 30 minutes and I had to look up where I needed to go. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, if I had a map, I would have realized I hadn't gone that direction. And I really think you add a map into that game and it's amazing. Without a map, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't care what's going on. It's it's just too much. It, it it really needs that map. It really does. It sucks that that's like the one thing to me that's holding it back. But I'm not. I played. I don't know. Probably four hours or so. I played a decent amount of it. But I'm not going back. And it, it really was like I want to explore and find all these secrets and doing everything about it is a lot of fun. Yeah. But the fact that I have no way to gauge where I haven't been or what I haven't found or any of that is is like, well, why bother? I don't even want to do this. Yeah, that's weird. It, it really just deflated my entire enjoyment. Because you have such a good, the first couple hours where you're exploring and everything's new and then you get to a point of like, oh, where do I, where do I go? Oh, but what about, uh, hmm. And, and you're not quite sure. And that was when I paused and started looking around like, oh, there is no map. Oh, I thought no. it might have been an upgrade or something. And like, oh, no, there's just, there's just no map. And yay. <laughs> That's a bummer. So whatever. Um, it's cool. And I, I, I recommend it. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people, and a lot of people do really like it. But yeah, the map, the map killed it for me, unfortunately. Okay. What's the combat Which like? Which is weird. But uh the combat uh you have a pistol basically and you shoot the pistol at little monsters. It's not great. Um it's fine. <laughs> you just unsold more, me on this game. <laughs> it, well, I also played it like 2 weeks ago now so oh. I'm like, mm, you shoot stuff. Uh it's not really about the combat. It is about exploring. Okay. And finding little creatures and you scan the creatures and it has funny little jokes about them. Um, and you like you can lead these creatures with bait basically to this other monster that'll suck them up and eat them. And then its vines will shrivel up and you can go that way like to unlock a door basically. That's cool. Those puzzles are cool. But they're not marked on the fucking map that doesn't exist. So I have no idea where anything is yeah. or if I've done it before or like even that lackluster map from Jedi Fallen Order would be a vast improvement. I like that map. It wasn't that bad. I liked it too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. No one else likes it. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Cool. So that's that. I want to hear about Code Vein. Code Vein. I don't know why you started playing so it. So I started playing it because I was kind of like hankering for a Souls game. Okay. And uh, I actually played it earlier today. I started it a couple weeks ago. Um, and I was really enjoying it. And then I got to that butterfly boss with like the T-Rex tail, weird looking tail. (laughs) And, uh, she kind of kicked my ass at first. And then that's when I was like trying to figure out, okay, how do I beat this thing? And so I got, um, I realized like, okay, I kind of need speed a little bit and I need some anti-venom. So, um, I bought that stuff, one attempt, got my ass kicked. Then I was like, okay. And that's when I stopped playing it. Not like, because I was like done with it but at that time i just like had been done and then uh i picked it up this morning um had a little bit of time to to kind of kick around some some games so i got on picked it back up got into that boss beat it on the first try and it was just about 
keeping my knowing when to keep my space when it's like shooting out the venom and then um dodging at the right time and then swiping and swiping jumping back out and so um beating that boss just like kind of got me back into it and i was like i I think what i enjoy about that game is like not even the anime portion of it or like the the fact that it's very kind of like that you can have an ai partner which i do like that because it's kind of like oh you can aggro some of the assholes for me um i like the way you can kind of change you can switch out which class you are and you can level up those abilities and you kind of get like i just got the fireball so i started using the fireball at a certain point on some of those and so i kind of it's interesting how that part works so i'm interested like i can't wait to kind of get more into it and just the it, it, I don't, it's a weird game it i don't know why it just i have this, yeah. <laughs> this game just feels weird to me it's just like the the areas are really odd and then the monsters are just weird looking and explain this one thing to me that i came across because i'm playing offline and uh-huh. I think I came across something that triggered an event in the game where, like, the there's, like, regular monsters, but they were, like, on patrol, and they were, like, highlighted in yellow, and they just came after me, and it was, like, wave after wave until I finally killed the last wave of them. Did that ever happen to you while you were playing? Doesn't sound familiar. Um... They, like, kicked... So one time they killed me, but the next time, like, I was... It was something red that I either went ran over or picked up. Like yeah, a that's what red thing. So what is that? I I do think there were portions of the game where it was like you grab this thing and now you got to hold out in this area. Is it an item that you get out of that? I think because so. I just stopped. Yeah. I just stopped. Like I just avoided that part of the map. <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck this, dude." Yeah, that doesn't sound. Doesn't sound exactly familiar, but I do remember something. It like tells you something on the screen, like, "Hey, this thing is now coming after you," or something like that. And then, just huh. they came, they came out of nowhere, and they just started like attacking me. And I was like, "What the hell's happening?" I don't know. Weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, I, I, it's been so long time yeah. since I played the game. Uh, I'm enjoying that game. It's, uh, it's one of the reasons why I started playing my Xbox more. Uh, it's just it, it's it's interesting. And I'll probably, I want to play it. And then once I hit like a roadblock on it, I'll probably stop. But as, as long as I'm enjoying it, I'll keep playing it. I don't think I'm going to like try to like grind my way through it and beat it. Cause it's, it's on game pass. No. We don't do that with those. Not even I beat that. game. <laughs> we don't, we don't beat game pass games. <laughs> um, yeah, I must've beat one. Nah. <laughs> oh, I beat several. Yeah. But a lot of them. Yeah. No. Um, next game on my list is, um, Dark Souls. You watched me play it already, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to talk about it too much because I only played like a couple hours of it and it was mainly to sure, You got pretty far though. Did I? For I I think you did for 2 hours. I must have did, I must have skipped a large part of it then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think uh, so. No, I I think you ran past some stuff. I ran I ran just in that one area. But I think I'm going to go back now and kind of trudge my way through it where that priest yeah, is but um yeah i don't know it's uh it feels it feels old for sure like if that game feels old yeah. even the remastered version but it was on sale man i couldn't pass up that sale and i was like oh man i just i want i've never played dark souls i just want to play it finally 
I want to get it in my because that that's like the only one I haven't played because I've played Dark Souls two. I played it a long time ago. Played Dark Souls three. I played Bloodborne. I've played Sekiro. But you've played these games. Which ones have you beaten? Only Bloodborne, really. Okay. Yeah. But that's the only one I've really liked out of all of them. I like Sekiro, but Sekiro is I'm also like it's one of those games where like I have to uninstall it for a while and then go back to it. And I'll probably carry over my save and play it on a PS5 eventually, but Mm-mm. but yeah, that game is hard. <laughs> yeah, that, that game is yeah. hard. At least Bloodborne is something I can like cheese every now and then. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I'll probably I we're planning on playing more Dark Souls here soon. Where you kind of guide me through it. You're gonna you're gonna be my yeah. Dark Souls Sherpa. It's fun, um, cause kind of funny is been doing a shit ton of Bloodborne content. Yeah, all of a sudden. Um, yeah, and that's why I started playing Dark Souls too, cause I was I want to replay all the Souls games, and that's the one I'm up to. Yeah. Um, and then Blessings also playing Sekiro, so I'm gonna probably play that after Dark Souls too. Cause oh God, wow, they're I really play good. Because I think Andy Cortez is playing Dark Souls three i think he, he no he's playing dark souls one oh, okay oh right now nice yeah. okay dang they're all souls in it up huh what's going on over yeah, there he yeah because they finally realized that they're fucking best games Man. to come out in the last 10 I bet years it's Emron. he's getting them all on it uh, <laughs> well that's good um, i'm glad they're they're finally playing them yeah uh it, it is funny watching people play those games especially like greg who just has like the worst uh, spatial memory. He's good at the game, but he gets like, I he gets lost really easily. Mm. It seems like, or like, Oh, I went the wrong way or which way do I go for this? And I'm, I know I've played that game a lot, but I don't feel like I got that lost. Uh, no. And even watching you play, play dark souls. I think the way I play these games is a part of the way, part of the reason why I love them is very meticulously and going through all the little pockets and corners. And I have a very good, um, like spatial memory mm-hmm. of where things are or where they were. And, and I, I think I'm very rewarded with that yeah. in these games. I know where everything is. I know how to get to it. I don't forget that. I don't get lost in these games ever. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a dark cave, but that's a that's a dark cave it's hard to tell where you are yeah it depends if i'm running through a section i'm definitely gonna get lost i think if i'm like slow like kind of just working my way through an area i'm gonna do okay but like if i get turned around the wrong way or i run through an area and then it's like oh wait how do i get back oh no where's the bonfire help yeah (laughs) yeah but um i I like i like it it's uh it's interesting how uh, old it feels i I will (laughs) Watching you play, I think you did a good job against that first boss, and then you just fought rats for four and a half hours. Yeah, those rats, man. Tell and you what. I don't understand, like, the way you fight these rats, this is why I needed to be talking to you. Yeah. Because it's like, you're not understanding exactly the way to just exploit these stupid rats and beat them up. Oh, yeah, man. I have, you know what's weird is, there some there's just sometimes little enemy like enemies in certain games will just like, like just get me there's like same thing in scott pilgrim there's this section in like level six where you're fighting i think they're wolverines and i have such a hard time with them such a hard time with the wolverines and i get Mm -hmm. i got stuck yeah that that happens they're just i hate rodents rodents 
Dogs and games. <laughs> the worst. They're, uh, we'll wait till you get to this boss later that has two dogs in the boss room and it's real tiny. Oh, jeez. Um, there's a boss in Dark Souls 2 that is just a bunch of rats. Oh. <laughs> just oh, a bunch geez. of rats. And then one comes out that's like the super rat. Oh, God. But it the looks like king. all the other rats. Yeah, and that's an annoying fight. So I want you to look up that fight and then be like, oh, okay, my rat problem's not Yeah, yeah. Well, now that I've, like, it finally, you know. That's true, you're past it. Now I'm past it. Now finally, I'll never go back to those rats. If you kill that boar, it doesn't come back. Oh, good. Well, he killed himself on the fire, so. (laughs) Oh, did he? That's nice. I just kept... He would run over to me, and then I would walk up the stairs, and he would walk with me and walk right into the fire. So he's um, dead. Yeah, he died. That's, yeah. Yeah, you can get a decent helmet from him. Oh, he didn't drop anything. What the hell? No, he definitely did. You might have to go oh, back. dang. Okay. Anyway, I've, I've played like 30 hours of Dark Souls 2 in the last two weeks. Nice. It's basically been the only game I've played, because um, everything else... Yeah, everything else is on the Switch, and I split the Switch like in bed and stuff like that's not yeah. for like twenty minutes. It's not really a big, big thing. Uh, I really like Dark Souls two, and I think it holds up so much better than Dark Souls one. Uh, I think it's more consistent than Dark Souls one in terms of the highs and lows. I think the highs of of one are better mm-hmm. and are perhaps more frequent, but there are lows. I don't know. It's really tough having this internal struggle of is Dark Souls 2 better than Dark Souls 1? And I think maybe. Oh, no. But it's it's so close. <laughs> yeah. The game's so good. And the thing with Dark Souls 2 is that just so much content. So many areas. You keep going to this place, that place, this place, that place. There's just so much there. Yeah. Um, almost to a detriment. But I really respect Dark Souls 2 a lot because it reminds me of Demon's Souls. You have to go back to the central town to level up. Um, The level structure is more linear. Uh, More linear. It's way more linear. And it'll be like you have two areas you can go to and that's the branching path, right? And you do one for a little while and then you're like, "Eh, let me do the other one. And that's kind of what Demon's Souls is, as opposed to Dark Souls 1, which is very much an open world, in air quotes. Um, but I, I think a lot of the progression in Dark Souls 1 just doesn't quite work for me. But also, it doesn't quite work for me in 2. What I'm realizing is Bloodborne and, and Sekiro <laughs> are so much better, yeah. I think, than, and than the Souls games. Um, and even saying that, Dark Souls 1 and 2 are still fucking amazing. It's not like, oh, they're bad. Yeah. Uh, I've had a great time going through it. I've only played Dark Souls 2. So they released Dark Souls 2, and then they released the Scholar of the First Sin edition of it. And that rearranged a lot of enemy placements. Okay. And I've only played that version once. Mm. So this is my second time through, and it's kind of my f- second time through for most of the DLC as well. Um, and I'm just now getting to the end game. And going to the DLC areas and, and doing stuff like that. It's, it's great. It's such a good... I, I love so much about it. There's so many amazing, memorable moments with it. 
Um, I I don't know. It's, I'm I'm really having that struggle of do I think this game is better than I, one? I think it just holds up better. Mechanically, the camera is better. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of the weird jank. The level design is still really good. Ah, man, I, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Hmm. I think my favorite thing about these games in general is mm-hmm. there's this like almost like feeling of fear of exploration, but at the same time, this wonder when you're going through that world, like mm-hmm. you don't know what's coming up and you're kind of scared, but at the same time, you're kind of like excited to explore a new area and the game makes you feel like a badass at certain points and at the same time it makes you feel like a piece of shit <laughs> like you suck <laughs> you just got killed in two hits well, but then at the same time it's like once yeah. you finally that that's to me that's the biggest thing like this the satisfaction of killing a boss there's nothing better in a game than when you kill a boss in a souls game to me like i haven't felt anything in any other game than when that happens right. in any in any and game I, I've played. I think that's where Dark Souls 2 excels, where a lot of the boss fights are really fun, mm-hmm. uh, way more so than I think Dark Souls 1. There's a lot of boss fights in Dark Souls 1 that are just like, whatever. This isn't that. This, this, is, this is cool, but eh. And a lot of the better ones, I feel like they do that in Dark Souls 2. And there's so many bosses in Dark Souls 2. That I, I think I got to give it to it. Just it holds up better. Dang. Uh, and there's, there's more shit in it. I don't know. It's so close. It's so close. I'm excited to go to play three because three is the one that I'm like, eh, <laughs> three. I liked, I liked eh. what I played of three. It's still great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how far I got in it, but I remember really liking it. You got to the, the problem with three, um, is they tried really hard to be like, don't you remember one? Look, this is the area from one. <laughs> hey, remember? Okay, guys. Remember one? Remember yes, one? we remember it. This is like you you fought the Minotaur on that uh rampart or whatever the fuck it is on a castle. Uh oh yeah. You go back there and you fight the uh the tutorial boss guy. You go back there in Dark Souls 3 and do that. And that's cute but it's so random and kind of stupid. I don't know. The, all the references to Dark Souls 1 and, and 3 don't work for me. Okay. They just feel so try-hard. And that's why I like Dark Souls 2, is it's completely disconnected, but then you'll get these little bits of lore. They're like, are you talking about Dark Souls 1? I think you might be... What is this? <laughs> I, I like that. I like that about it. It has almost the feel of a, a Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. where... Uh, or, or like Bioshock, like there's always a lighthouse, there's always a girl, there's always. It, it feels more like that. Dark Souls Two, Infinite, and I like that about yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. I'll shut up about Dark Souls. We like Dark Souls here. We stand Dark Souls. We do. That's okay. true. Um, yeah. The only other game I have to really talk about is League of Legends. Started playing League of Legends again. The new season started. LCS is going on. Some pretty good matches oh, I've seen. Um, some pretty bad stompings I've seen. Um, stomping. Yeah, dude. Some like I mean, <laughs> uh, I watched. Uh, who did I watch the other night? Um, 
I th- I'm not gonna. Yeah, know. I'm you trying. I know. I'm that. trying to think. CLG got stomped pretty hard, like two times in a row, which was pretty tough to watch. Uh, but then they won. They finally came back and won. Um, but I started. So any like when I get back into into League of Legends, usually because I picked up a new uh, hero to play or champion, and I started playing as one called Cassadin, and I'm enjoying him. It's pretty cool. He's fun. Got a cool skin. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just playing league here and there i think because it's like the only multiplayer game i'm really playing besides that took a little bit of a break from fortnite um took a break from like yakuza so i just started playing like all these other games in the meantime it's like i have a lot of games i want to play right now the only thing i don't have is time so just kind of rotating stuff around but yeah league is still really good they really improve their item um like the the store so it recommends items to you like you know you're going against these champions you should buy these items or suggest them to you so it makes it a lot easier for people that are learning the game to kind of go in and be like i don't know what to even buy and then you go to the recommended tab and it says well this item here is good against these champions and this is who is in your lane so you might as well just pick this up and so makes it easy Hmm. so it's but it's fun i've just been playing against ai bots mostly just trying to learn my the new champion I picked up and um, he's been fun. And so I'm just playing that. And that's, I think that's it. There's a few other games that I'm like looking to play, but I'm just like, I have so much right now. I just want to like finish getting through Scott Pilgrim. I want to play more code vein. I'll probably pick up <laughs> dark souls next weekend. And then um, I still want to get back to Yakuza. Cause that's still uh, a game I want to see more of. There's just so much. There's just not enough time. I need more time. Everybody. Mm-hmm. We got uh what, like a week and a half to the medium. I'm super excited. That looks interesting. I wanna play oh, that too. Yeah. Game pass, right? Game pass, game, game pass. pass, game pass. Game pass. Yeah, you have to play it on well, yeah, you have to play it on PC though. Is it on PC? Or is it on both? Uh-huh. Oh it won't it won't it's be on PC on, or Series oh, X. On, yeah, okay. It, I'll, put it on. I'll yeah, probably have it's to like wait the then. first not hmm. uh it might be the first of note the first series x game that's only on series x interesting because it needs that uh ssd yeah although it doesn't say you need that on the pc specs and i'm gonna play it on pc Hmm. i guess i have the ssd anyway interesting maybe i'll wait on that one i'm excited you talk about it cool any other games you want to talk about uh oh i okay real quick i played this puzzle game on switch it's called Shinkaku Shapes or something. Shinkaku Shapes? Something like that. And it's, think like Picross, but there's a, a number on there, and you have to make a square or rectangle that matches that number. So if it's like an eight, you have to make eight squares that fit the eight in it. And then there's a bunch of other numbers on this giant grid, and you have to fit in all the shapes. Oh, um, I see. I bet it's, it's been nice after Yoshi's Island to play, <laughs> play this little puzzle game. Yeah. It's really cool. It was like $2, I think, something like that. Um, it's very basic, bare bones. Like it, It's just the menu to play the puzzles. <laughs> huh. But it, it's, I've been enjoying it. There's 90 puzzles, and I'm almost done. I think I have like 15 or 20 left. Jeez. But I really liked it. Cool. Looks good. That's it. All right. I'm so excited for Resident Evil. So excited. Yeah, it's supposed to be. When's the uh, 
um, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Thursday. Cool. We can talk about it on next week's show. Oh and then they, they posted the Capcom or the Resident Evil Twitter just posted a GIF of the RE4 inventory screen. What? And I'm losing my mind. Oh, but also that Shinkaku Shapes game, that's what that game is, is fitting inventory space of Resident Evil 4 and like moving shit around. That's kind of what the game is. So you're getting plenty of practice already. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that game. I'm going to, I have a run through of RE4 on Switch that's, I didn't beat it. I'm going to finish that after this. I'm excited. Well, I think, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Any, Yay. any final words, Ben? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> that's no. it for this episode. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> we would appreciate if you'd share this podcast with your friends, help spread the word a final checkpoint podcast where each week we talk about video game news, react to games that we've played and react to news that happened and all the craziness. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google podcasts, Stitcher, head over to the gamefanatics.com. You can listen to it right there. Uh, you can also watch live on twitch.tv slash load last checkpoint. We begin the show 8 PM Pacific time every Sunday if you're not follow, following the channel, follow so you can know when we go live. And you can also submit topics, questions, concerns, anything like that by heading over and emailing us finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. You can also send us DMs over at Twitter, at the Jolness, at Ben Runnings. Our Twitter handles are right under our pictures if you're watching the stream. You can shoot us any questions you want there. We will catch you guys next week. And if you're going to stick around on the stream, I'm going to have one more attempt at this boss on Scott Pilgrim. Oh, boy. Pray for me. <laughs>